Welcome to the Noon at Northside podcast with your host, Pastor Stephanie. Well, welcome back, everybody. All right, well, we are into a new month, and that means we are into a new topic. And for this year, this is going to be our last topic of the year. And we're going to be talking about a modern Christian thinker. Um, We've been kind of going through various Christian thinkers who have, you know, affected, you know, Christianity, affected the Church of the Nazarene throughout history. We started with some more ancient Christian thinkers, then we went up to some more mid-modern-ish Christian thinkers, and then we were going to focus on some modern Christian thinkers. Um, And so this month, we are introducing a very modern Christian thinker. Um, In fact, she's still alive. She is still greatly influencing Nazarene Christian thought. Um, Her name is Dr. Samantha Chamba. Now, for those of you who maybe don't know much about her, she currently is a ordained elder in the Church of the Nazarene. Her husband, Dr. Filomeo Chambo, is one of our general superintendents in the Church of the Nazarene. All right, so for if you don't know what that means, we have six general superintendents who kind of run the Church of the Nazarene. Um, they were, you know, moved down the pyramid to district superintendents who moved down to local pastors and such and such. So, Dr. Filomeo uh, Chambo is one of our uh, general superintendents, and his wife, Samantha Chambo, is who we're going to be talking about today. Now, both Filomeo and Samantha are from Africa. And Samantha Chambo, she is South African. Um, and what we are going to be talking about today is actually a lecture service um, class that she taught at the African Nazarene University. I'm not entirely certain what the the name of it is, but there is a Nazarene college in Africa that she went and was the speaker for. And what she was talking about at this particular lecture is what we're going to be focusing on today. And that's this idea of theological coherence. One of the reasons we're talking about you know, Samantha Chambo, but her interpretation of theological coherence is because as an African in the Church of the Nazarene, she brings a unique perspective to Christian thinking, especially for those of us who are Americans, who are Westerners. There's this strange phenomenon that happens a lot in modern culture today, um, is especially Christian culture, is that we tend to warp or interpret scripture solely based on an westernized American viewpoint. We write books from a western, you know, American viewpoint. We go across seas to other continents and countries and cultures and we teach them that the Bible says such and such which is definitively based on a Western American viewpoint. 
And we act as if that's the only interpretation that is acceptable of the Bible. But we also tend to forget that the Bible is a cultural phenomenon. And it is buried deep with cultural context, historical context. There is context far beyond what we as Western Americans can think of. Because the Bible was not written in our time, was not written in our country, was not written in our culture, it was not written in anything familiar to what we understand. And so how we interpret scripture is based off of what we know and how we can understand scripture. That's theological coherence. But one of the reasons that I love what Samantha Chombo says about this topic is what is going to help us bridge these gaps that we've been talking about on this podcast. How we can reach people who are different from us. We have created a divide based on our culture, based on our context. And we want the entire world to come over to where we are because we think we're always right. Now, I'm not saying that that's not true, and I'm not saying that we're wrong, and I'm, I'm not saying anything at it. I'm saying we have different cultural viewpoints, and each cultural viewpoint is a valid interpretation of Scripture because it's based off of your theological coherence. That's what Dr. Samantha Chombo is teaching us. Now, this particular conversation she shares about theological coherence is based off of a video of a lecture she gave, uh, like I said, in Africa. So if you want to watch this video, you can. Um, it is on YouTube. Uh, I, will rec- I will admit it's a little hard <laughs> to get through because um, obviously she's speaking to um, a room full of Africans. So although Samantha Chambo is speaking in English, she has a French interpreter who is interpreting every line so they go back and forth so it's a little hard but it is worth listening to Samantha Chambo and what she has to say on theological coherence and this is what I'd like to speak about with you today is this understanding that in order to cross divides we have to understand everybody's theological coherence. One of the things that she points out in you know this lecture The very beginning of her lecture, this is what she says. She says, it's her privilege today to talk a little bit about theological coherence. And what she means by that title is basically, and this is, quote, what she says, that we as Africans must interpret scripture in a way that is relevant to us. So, yes, we have to be faithful to scripture, but we have to be faithful to our tradition." We are Wesleyans to our holiness doctrine, and we have to be faithful to our identity as Africans. That's not always easy to maintain that balance. And one of the things that is very important in an African identity is their sense of community. And she goes in to speaking the rest of this, about how theological coherence and an African's perspective of community helps them understand what 
Christ is trying to say in scripture, what God is saying in scripture. They have a very unique culture over there in Africa. Now, I've never been to Africa. Um, I've got friends who have spent a lot of time in Africa. Um, I listened to Samantha Chamba's um, lecture. I've been in a few of her lectures in person. I have a very small sense of understanding about the African culture. And what I do know about the African culture is they are very different from our Western perspective. Our Western pers- 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 my bad. Our Western perspective is very individualistic. We are all about your individualism, your identity, what it is about you that sets you apart, your success, your determination, your will. It's all about, and as weird as this might sound, America is all about me, 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 me. Well, Africa, the entire continent of Africa, um, and some countries more than others, but Africans are a very we, 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 we perspective. It is all about the collective identity, the communal success, the communal, you know, development. What you do needs to benefit the community because if it does not, it is not beneficial. It might be beneficial to you, but they focus more on the community than their individual selves. And that's a very similar perspective, if you think about it, to the scripture. You know, the Bible was written by several different people, all within the Middle Eastern, the Mediterranean cultures. And like in Africa, they're very communal-based. They're very family-oriented. If you read scriptures, you'll understand that family and the tribes are a very, very key perspective in how they understand scripture. You can read several stories in scripture and understand just how important family is. We talk a lot about households that were saved in, for example, the book of Acts. How many times do you read that it was a particular person and their household that came to believe? Because you didn't just save the individual. You went and saved that individual and their wife and their kids and their parents and their uncles and their aunts and their siblings and their kids and grandkids and their servants and their families and so on and so forth. You have an entire household, sometimes the equivalent to a city or a village that all comes together because in their sense, in the biblical understanding of what Christ and says, what says, is about community. It's about family. We have a hard time sometimes in a Western American perspective understanding how and why that's so important. You know, why it was frequently told to pack up you and your household and how a household could be hundreds, if not thousands of people. Why, you know, the number 12 is so significant in scriptures because it relates to the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 sons of Israel. 
and their entire family that created the nation of Israel. It is a big deal in scripture, and Africans have a better understanding of that than we do because they have a very unique identity when it comes to community. And what Samantha Chambo is saying to her, you know, class in this perspective is that they have to find a way to balance their, you know, what scripture has to say and their identity, their traditions. We balance that too. You know, there is, and I've, (laughs) I've gotten in trouble for saying this before, but there is a perspective that I learned in college that I hold very firm to. And that is what we kind of refer to as the Wesleyan quadrilateral. And that is the understanding that there is a balance between scripture, tradition, reason, and experience. Each one, although different, although weighted differently, each one, when balanced together, gives you a wholehearted, well-rounded understanding of life. Sometimes you have to interpret scripture based off of tradition, based off of reason, and your own personal experiences. How many times do you come across someone who, you know, can be taught all about scripture but doesn't have faith until they have experienced it? Uh, We talked a couple months ago about C.S. Lewis, who came to faith based off of reason. He was able to reason out that logically believing in God is the only answer. Nothing else makes sense. There is a balance between all of those. Yes, like I said, some are weighted more than others. Obviously, scripture is weighted heavily on our faith and our understanding of God. But there is a balance to it all. And the same thing is said about our theological coherence. We have to understand scripture based off of our culture. And one of the ways we bridge gaps with other people is by understanding their viewpoint, by understanding their perspective, by understanding their culture and theological coherence. If you want to bridge the gap between you and another person, you have to first set aside your worldview, your perspective, your understanding of scripture and the world, and say, what is it about this other person that can tell me how they view God? Is there a difference between how they read the scriptures versus how I do? How can I understand scripture from their perspective? How can I understand life from their perspective? All year we have been talking about several different people and topics that they have spoken about, each one about bridging gaps. And they all come back to this understanding. To put yourself aside... And look at it from another person's point of view. Because that's the only way we're going to cross divides. That's the only way we're going to build bridges in the divisions we have created in the church. We have created divisions because we are so, you know, worked up on ourselves that we forget the rest of the world even exists. 
We do. How many times have you come across someone in a local church who has denied somebody to come into the church because they don't believe as we do? They don't look like we do. They don't act like we do. And so if they are not like us, we don't want them around. That is a division, people. That is dividing the world. Pretending like we are better than everyone else just because we believe in God. Let me let me be very clear about this. We are all still very human. And our faith does not make us better than anybody else because we are all God's children. Some of us might be on the journey a little longer. Some of us might be a little closer to God, but that does not make us better than others. And the only way we're going to build bridges, bring ourselves closer to everyone else, is to actually go into the world and see the world from their perspective. Christ did not say, hey, invite everybody to where you are and share them about me. He said, go out into the nations and tell them about the good news. Go into other people's cultures. How many times did writers of the scriptures use other people's understanding of life to convey the good news? You can read the New Testament and find several different analogies based off of, you know, Roman or pagan understanding of things. Paul once encountered, you know, a city in, oh, I forget what, <laughs> where this was, but he encountered a city where they all believed in, you know, the Roman and the Greek gods, and they had several temples dedicated to them all. And they had one little temple there that said to an unknown god. Just because they wanted to cover all their bases. They had so many, but they thought, you know what? Just in case we have forgotten somebody, we'll put this little temple here. And when Paul came across it, he saw that and he said, listen, let me tell you about this unknown God. He didn't sit there and tell them that their belief in all these gods was wrong or whatever. He said, let me tell you about this unknown God and how his power far surpasses the rest that you believe in. He used their cultural understandings to teach them about Christ. He didn't tell them that their culture was wrong. He didn't tell them that they were stupid for how they understood the world. He took a view from their perspective and went from there. One of the things... Samantha Chambo is trying to help us see is that there are multiple perspectives in the world, each one just as valid as the others. There is an importance in understanding other people's perspectives. Theological coherence, understanding scripture from your perspective, staying faithful to what scripture says, meaning not just adding in whatever you want 
or changing scripture to say whatever you want it to say. You still have to understand scripture for what scripture is trying to say. But there's, and one of the things you can uh, listen to if you listen to Samantha's video is she gives several different examples of scriptures that from a Western perspective, we would have never understood what was being said if we did not understand, like for her, for example, the Africans' understanding of community. That would not, you know, it doesn't sit with us. It's not the first thing we think of because that's not our culture. But for them, where it is embedded in their very DNA, hearing what scripture has to say, it is an instantaneous understanding because of their identity of community. It takes us a little bit more time to understand it than they do. But that is why it is so important for us to understand other people's perspectives. Because then you can get a new understanding of scripture. You know, we frequently talk about it. One of the greatest things about scripture is how God speaks to us through it. The words never change. They've been the exact same words for practically 2,000 years. Yes, some have been interpreted differently, you know. Different languages obviously bring in different words, different understandings. Part of this idea of theological coherence is also understanding the language it was originally written in and how it was translated into other languages and what that means and how they correlate to each other. But one of the things that is so incredible is that the words of Scripture have never changed. And yet you can read the same line of Scripture over and over and over again for your entire life and get something new out of it every single time because God is always speaking through it. Not that there are different interpretations of Scripture, but that different perspectives offer different guidance at different times because that is how the Lord speaks to us. The same words, different understandings. The same words, different messages. That is God's voice. That is his spirit working within us. And it is the same no matter what culture you come from. It's just different because we come from different cultures. And if you want to bridge gaps, we have to understand other people's perspectives. Now we're going to have one more episode coming out this year that is on this topical topic of theological coherence. Our guest speaker is someone who has lived in different cultures who can speak different languages, so understands different cultures, and is going to share with us her understanding of theological coherence and how her ability to understand different cultures has helped her understand scripture. I really hope you guys can come back next month to hear from our guest speaker on theological, theological coherence. And until then, see ya.